0: Jimmy I gotta tell you We've got Herb Ring National Food Service Director Of a little company you might know Called Hershey You ever hear this Jimbo I brought a little prop just to have a little prop here You know I thought, listen,
1: I got to tell you, I'm not just a podcast host. I'm also a fan. I'm also a fan.
0: Yeah, Yeah. listen, we got Herb Ring here. Herb, before we get into it, because we got a lot to talk about you, your career, and everything going on at Hershey, because there's big stuff. Let's just talk a little about going back. Let's take you back a little bit to Hillsdale College, 1982. Going back, going back Hillsdale College. You're young, you're innocent, you're naive. You didn't want to go to Hillsdale, but your parents said you got to go to Hillsdale.
2: That's true.
0: You got a scholarship for those though. And they sent you there. And, and then you start working for Smuckers. You're working at Smuckers. You love JM, you love JM Smucker. And you're there for a couple of years and you fall in love with food service. You wanted to be a professional golfer, but you weren't so sure that that was gonna be, a, that wasn't gonna be a career path, the, the the golf thing. So you went, you left Smucker and you go to Hershey. 20 years later, we're sitting here in Scottsdale, Arizona, IFMA, Tell us how it all started. Tell us how it so. 1982 Hillsdale. Did I get it all right? Did I get it Uh, right?
2: We missed one job, but I'll fill you in. You missed one job. All right, let's go. Talk to us. I was at Hillsdale, and and you're right, my golf game was not strong. Uh, (laughs) Nor was my baseball game. Uh, (laughs) I basically sat the bench uh, for a few years. Me too,
0: Phil. Everyone needs a good bench warmer. Oh,
2: I'm telling you. And I was that guy. But uh, when I was school, uh, I started working for a company that no longer exists called Lily Tulip. And they manufactured paper cups and plates for companies like that. Was like uh, Dixie? Yeah, cut the same thing. Same thing. Awesome. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> and uh, so that worked out really well. I did about four and a half years there, and that's where I really started to cut my teeth on food service. Uh, I'd grown up in restaurants, worked at every everybody's place except for McDonald's. I'm a third generation food service guy. My grandfather was in, and my dad ran businesses. His claim to fame. Uh, I'd run the sports service with the 84 Olympics. Uh, service. I didn't want to be an ops guy. That's a tough job. You're on your feet all day long. And this opportunity came around, and uh, so it, it worked out really well. Uh, then they got bought by a competitor called Sweetheart, which was owned by Ford Howard. Yeah, I remember Sweetheart because yeah, of the little yeah. hearts on all the cups, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great company, great company. But when they got bought by Ford Howard, it went down really fast. and
0: Never liked that company. Ford Howard, never liked Uh, that company. Jimmy liked them. I didn't
2: like that. Yeah, there you go. But uh, (laughs) then the smucker opportunity came and I did my research on it and said, yeah, this is a place I need to work. It's a family run, family operated, family themed company. And and I thought that felt well for me. So I made sure that I was the first interview and I asked for the order. And for whatever reason, they gave it to me. I started out as a a broker manager. I had a high, Western PA, upstate New York, Washington, Kentucky. And spent a lot of time in the car, you know, 70,000 miles every year. The beauty was is I got a brand new car. Yeah. So,
0: uh, Smucker buying you the car
2: yeah, when they yeah, leased yeah, the oh, car for you. This is back in the day where, yeah, they you, know, you didn't have to pay for the, you know.
0: What the, kind of car What kind of car were
2: you getting? It was a Buick. Buick Skylark. I love yeah. Well, it was a one a one upgrade from that. With like uh, the Velour, Velour seats. I'm telling you, it was a sweet ride. V8 probably. Brand, brand new. Brand new. So I uh, did that for a couple years and they decided to start a national County. team. I was next in line. So uh, over a couple of years, I was I was dealing with a software product that they had at this time called, very F- uh, similar to what Dole Whip is. Yep, Whip. sure. Um, Orange Whip. Yeah, same, same. And then I'm um, there, I started calling on that so all the non-commercial stuff. Yep. And I had a lot of fun doing it. It must've made sense for them because uh, they sent me out to look at uh, a couple other things. I eventually ended up with the national job with I was out of the West Coast for seven years. I remember my wife, she, she was buying the strawberries for them. I was out in Monterey. Uh, and my golf game actually improved. Uh, they sent me out and said, Hey, we, we need you to entertain. We haven't had a presence out there for a while. I'd like you to take him to play golf, go to dinner, get him to come and see playing. the plant. The plant was really a really beautiful place. And, uh, I said, Okay. And went out there, kind of kicking and screaming because I'd only been in Monterey once, but uh, I just it was far away from my family and I was a little nervous about it. But Fell into it very quickly when I went out. I was 13 when I came back. I was a four, I had a family, and now 26. Whoa, 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 so, wait um, a minute. You
0: went from a 13 to a four, now you're a 26?
2: Yeah, well, you don't play as much, you swing get slower. Phil, Herb, I've been now. telling
0: everybody you're a great golfer for this podcast. <laughs> you're still a four, okay? I can't <laughs> yeah. tell everybody you're a 26.
2: I were yeah, I were but at any anyway, rate, had a blast with them. Um, then came back from the national job back in 99. And realized very quickly that uh, it was a great place to be, but I was training fifth generation for the job I wanted. And then this opportunity with Hersh came out. I love it. And I, I tell you, I, I was really interested in it because they really didn't have a, a food service sales force or marketing team. Yeah. Know, so I was able to go ahead and put my stamp on it, which I, so I went all in. And, uh, you know, I started out with six people um, in sales, a couple towards national. What, what was the first thing you saw to Hersh? First thing I sold Got me a chocolate sauce, chocolate yeah, syrup. Yeah, it is, it is. You know, and the funny thing is, is that the reason I got the job, and my manager told me uh, a little bit later, but I went in and said, you know, I'm perfect for this job. And he said, why? And I said, because I know how to sell you chocolate syrup, because you guys haven't been doing it for the last 20 years that I was working with Smokers. We've been stealing your business all the time. What was Smokers they, selling? They they had, uh, they had a Sunday syrup.
0: Oh, um, just, a, just, um, just the, the Smokers brand?
2: Yeah, it was just the Smokers brand. And, and you know Smucker's is a well-known brand. Sure, it was easy because they hadn't seen anybody from Hershey. So, uh, story short, uh, it uh, went really well. I was very pleased with it. Uh, a little nervous about moving to Hershey because we thought it was the end of the earth. But uh, did you move,
0: Did you move to Hershey, PA? Yeah, we
2: did. We did. We Do did. you have a
0: lifetime pass to the park?
2: We used to get yearly passes. The kids are a little older now, so we don't do that.
0: Well, Jimmy's got a seven-year-old, so if you have an extra pass, Sylvie's never been there.
2: All uh, right, Matt,
0: let me know a guy. So, ah, uh, uh, Jimbo, oh, look at that! First, we get a twenty-dollar gift gift card from Ted's Montana Grill. Now we get free passes uh, so for the entire family. That.
1: It's a good day for Jimmy. Oh yeah, no man, you got to know a guy.
2: Yeah, that yeah, so. you got to know a guy. Yeah, but it was interesting when we moved out there. It was the second time I'd be my wife pregnant my son was four my daughter was on the way we get out there and didn't really know the area and we're both foodies and you know so once we got acclimated after a couple years we realized wow what a great place to raise a family the few times that you can travel when you get a young family uh, you know three hours by train from the city Mm-hmm. Hour and a half to Philly, hour fifteen to Baltimore, two and a half to DC. Plus, just living in the area, you know, and then and then the whole restaurant scene changed there. Yeah. My team began to grow. Our, our business really took off. Uh, we started with nothing, and now we're a little bit more than a blip on the total retail scene of Hershey's. Uh, so, real pleased with the way it's gone. I tell you, the the companies are very similar in that they really and fam- believe in family beliefs. It's all family first. Right. Uh, Smucker's really ingrained that in me, uh, and the Hershey Company is the same way. You know, nowadays, you know, it's sometimes that's hard to find. I think more companies are going that way, but uh, I, I've been blessed. I have been blessed.
1: Thank you so much for all that. That was awesome. Shatz has already talked uh, at length about your uh, your golfing prowess. Me, I'm not much of a golfer. No, I do understand. The, <laughs> I do understand the sport, and I also. Golf is the backdrop for one of my favorite isms, which is you drive for show and you putt for dough. I talk in in a in a physical restaurant, I talk about the front of house being where you drive in the and the kitchens, the back of house. But I'll also add, you know, in, in terms of the, the putting winning games in the food service industry, it's often the fundamentals of quality food preparation, consistency, customer service, cost management. These are the putts, the elements of putting. That will uh, achieve greatness and success, and and certainly profitability. Can you share, you know, uh, more about your relationship with food service clients, and how do you help them avoid the challenges? And I'll stick with the theme: the sandpits, so yeah. to speak.
2: Yeah, you know, we're blessed with big brands. We're really kind of the anti uh, anti economy fixer. So where my business grows is when when traffic slows. Because Mr. QSR suddenly doesn't have the traffic he needs, but he knows that if he can add a respirated ice cream sundae to his menu or whatever it is, that he's gonna drive traffic. He's gonna drive traffic and, and bring people in. And oh, by the way, he's astute enough that if he gets them in the door, not only is he gonna sell them a burger and fries in the, in the sundae, but he's gonna add on a few more things too. And we, we spent a lot of time and money understanding that not only will you sell more when you use our but you can sell four more. And that's a big key and an easy way for us to talk about it. And we don't just do it with restaurants. We do it with C-stores and store bakery across all those sorts of non-commercial. At at this conference, I've had six different universities walk up to me and say, hey, I saw you speak last time. We like your program. Can you come out and see us? it's, It's just, you know, it's not because of me. It's because of the program. Herb, stop it. It's because of you, Herb,
0: Hershey. 20 years ago, I didn't even know the name Hershey.
2: <laughs>
0: okay? Herb Ring comes there with his golf game, and Hershey's a household name. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, Jay, Smucker lost you. They lost you. And now I don't know who Smucker is. I don't even know.
2: I, I do like their
0: Listen, you know something, I we've seen a huge uptick in food service suppliers. Really, you know, it's an industry. Look, the hospitality industry has not been very forward thinking when it comes to technology. It's not a very technologically advanced. And I, I bring that up because, you know, being restaurant operators, I've seen it on the on the supply side, on the purchasing. It's like, it's, it's, it's still done very much the old way. It's, it really hasn't changed much. And I think now... We're starting to see food service suppliers starting to embrace technology, and finally incorporating tech and innovation into their core business goals and strategy. Can you share a little bit about Hershey's and and how you're using technology and innovation and insights and data, et cetera, to help drive better decisions and and help your product and your roadmap, et cetera? Like, what's what's going on at Hershey? That that, and you're using the tech and innovation,
2: yeah. You know, it's really more about data for us, especially in food service. Because you get for food service at Hershey, it's people think that we're selling this candy bar that's delicious candy bar. That's less than 20% of my mix. The majority of what I would have thought 100%. Yeah, no, Jimmy, it it is. But we what we do is we unwrap it and we chop it and we sell as an ingredient every different way. And that's a that's a different ballgame. So about 82% of my mix is ingredient, be it chips. Cocoa syrup and then a lot of chopped candy. So my number one customer dairy, and we're selling them chopped Reese cups and chopped peanut bars. Oh. Making- Jimmy,
0: did you hear what he just said? I heard it. Dairy Queen. That's Jimmy's favorite. He loves dairy. He has a song. I tell
2: you, they, they have a different. song. They they are a great partner. Um, they have done wonderful things for us.
0: So Warren Buffett owns
2: Dairy Queen. He does. Yeah, because he loves it. Because he loves the dip. He loves the dip. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, it's and it's and it's been, it's been an amazing ride. We've got. Four different ways we go to market. I've got a national account sales team that handles, say, the top 100. I've got uh, a broker sales team that handles basically, I've got four people that manage broker sales team, about 600. You know, they, that company's called the core group great people. And they're calling on all, all the regionals. They're calling on mm-hmm. a lot of the individual non-commercials. I've got an Omni team that my, my national account guy, Al Adams, runs. We also run our marketing. And then finally, we go to market through what I'll refer to as industrial. We used to call it third-party manufacturers. So a good way to explain it is if you go to Burger King and look at the dessert menu, it was a Hershey's Sunday pie. Mm -hmm. It was the menu long before I was with Hershey. I'm just glad I didn't screw it up, except we don't sell pie. We sell the ingredients to Swans. who makes the pie. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so they're buying like they're buying like
0: tankers full of your stuff.
2: They, it, exactly. And so, when the epiphany that my my team had was, you know, if we're doing it there, why can't we do it in store bakery? Why can't we do it at C store bakery? So we're selling ingredients to David's cookies or Hope's cookies or Jim's cookies or Aspire or whoever it is. Right. And they're manufacturing cookies for us, and they send them out. You know. We're doing business with a company called Sterling out of, out of Texas that does the RV services, choppers. You know, and that's the way we've expanded our business. Don't get me wrong. My confection business continues to change. Sure. Especially in non-commercial. I mean, it, it kind of sells itself. You know, if we if we can, we used to walk around with a case for candy because especially when you went into a, a non-com smaller operator, he'd rather sell a muffin and make 56% or you know, candy is not going to make that much. Right. That. I couldn't blame but we just pitched them on one end of both. You're going to have the, the muffin in the, the baker case, put a sleeve on the on the counter right next to the register. And that's not anything that I thought of. That's been in the ring in the company. Well, I'm company. giving you credit
0: so for it, Herb, there. because you're on the podcast. Okay, okay that's That exactly. was Herb's idea, okay? <laughs>
2: exactly. Just after Milton Hershey hired me back in
0: 1907. Yes, yes, so, yes. You heard that.
2: You heard that, everybody. Just to finish off, it's just all been about data. It really has. And i got to
0: really thank Al Adams who's the brainchild behind all that going on information. Well, he's not on our podcast right now, so we can't give him credit. yeah. This is the Herb podcast, right? Okay. There's a Herb brain. Okay. Him, I'll tell him. Now. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> well, what I was going to add, and you guys kind of just touched on it a little bit, but one of my favorite trends and something, you know, I, I think, Shatz, you pioneered this, thank is you. using fun, nostalgic ingredients for LTOs, limited time offers. When we had our Big Daddy's Diner, Shatsy was the master of using these nostalgic ingredients to create these LTOs. We recently had our friend James O'Reilly from Smoky Bones on the podcast, and he shared their Twizzle for a Shizzle, a milkshake oh, featuring the Twizzler, yeah. and, of, and of course, craft ice creams made with Reese's and Milk Duds. You just talked about DQ, I love milk and I will spare you the Dairy Queen song I have. But but Herb, can you share a little more about how your customers are incorporating Hershey products, both in and you know in and out of the box ways that really kind of create incremental value for them and their guests?
2: Well, you know, you, the the one you just hit on, and I wish we could still do it, was using this Twizzler as a straw. chat. if you did that, you were ready to curry. But I tell you what, we used to have a a longer piece, right, and. You know once you, you know the concern was you give it to them and it's a wrap they unwrap and it's kind of flexible well once you put it in the ice cream as you know yeah. that thing became rigid enough you could just suck yeah you know, the just through it yeah. they, it was a perfect vessel unfortunately we changed the size of it so we no longer do that unless it's a really short shape. right but some of the other things we think about are you know how do we take those ingredients that everybody knows and has loved and grown up with it, and put them in a nostalgic form so but do a, a certain twist to it so last year during the Little silver plate yes yeah that's seven, in chicago right? Right? right yeah we were yeah. there we were, the, we were at the train station beautiful beautiful night at any rate we we sponsored a, a martini bar with the chocolate martini and you know, you wouldn't think of that. It's not anything we really publicize as, a, as an organization. But I tell you what, it was a huge hit. And now we've got people. How could that coffee.
0: not be a huge hit? A chocolate oh, martini. I mean, look what's doing the espresso martinis right now. You oh, forget yeah, about it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And last night we served uh, Reese's uh, uh, bourbon and that. Yeah, man, everyone loves that stuff. So it's just little tweaks outside the box. We don't want to go too far. That's just not where we're at. But we do want to go far enough that people will look at it and go, hmm, I'm going to take a look at that. And you know, there's this whole trend. I, I, I'm not sure if it's a trend yet or a fad, but uh, the over-the-top shakes, right? Yeah. You go and you get this big shake in a huge uh, mug, and it's got a whole slice of pie in it here. And a scoop of ice cream in there. You know, take 16 people to eat. It's, like it's Instagramable, show. man. It's oh, got to be Instagramable. That's it. That's yeah. it. If it doesn't show there, it doesn't show.
0: Yeah, they would literally just take a Hershey bar, just stick the whole Hershey bar right in it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I love it. I think it's awesome. If there's one constant in the restaurant industry, it's change. Whether you're a growing brand trying to build cutting-edge experiences for your guests or a national leader with Thousands and thousands of stores looking to update your tech stack. Well, Toast brings together proven technology, expertise, and innovations you need to drive change and spark growth. That's right. Drive change and spark growth. From front of house to back of house and everything in between, corporate teams franchisees, enterprise brands, mom pops, SMBs, you name it, everyone is loving Toast. With over 100,000 operators using Toast, you know, you know it's the best POS out there. And many more trust Toast to help them stay ahead of the curve and thrive in this changing restaurant world that we love. To learn more about Toast, go to toasttab.com. That's toasttab.com. And I got to tell you, you're going to love it. Mention Shatsy, and I think they're going to give you some crazy discount.
1: <laughs> well, I agree. Listen, I want to kick into talking back. When Shatsy and I started the podcast, we clearly enjoy having guests come on the show, and we get to ask questions. We learned along the way that sometimes our guests had a question or two for us. So let's kick off talking back. Herb will give you the microphone. Nothing's off the table. The microphone's yours, my friend. How long have you guys been doing?
0: Well, we we doing what exactly
2: like <laughs> I, what I, what I, I, I thought I saw this as you know I seen a couple of different numbers I saw 125 I saw 175 I, you know I, know I know you're not doing four a day but how long have you been at this? Because I mean, you both were in the industry for a while, so. Yeah, we're still in it. We, we are we are first
0: and foremost, we are restaurant owners and operators, and we are investors in hospitality, tech, innovation, food service, and emerging brands. I mean, that is first and foremost. The podcast is really a marketing tool to to help us promote what we're doing, uh, our partner companies, our friends, our, you know, et cetera. So we've been, di- I think, 156 episodes,
1: Jimbo? Something like that. But I'd say it's about, in terms of timing, I guess we've done that about over what, three and a half, four years? Well, we used to do it once a month, and then some of
0: those we had to increase the uh, the frequency to weekly.
1: Yeah, so it's about weekly now. So, yeah. No, it's every a, Tuesday. Oh, no so, case. about four years we've been doing this, the podcast that is. And and as Shatzi just alluded to, we find that it's a great way for us to communicate with our growing audience and, and really a community, and mm. to now bring interesting folks from different parts of this amazing industry. And have them speak on it, you know, not just a restaurant operator, not just a technology person, but now manufacturers and then the different roles they play in this ecosystem. So it's become a dedicated podcast for the industry, by the industry, and and really having a good time over the last four years, you know, running the podcast. I will say somebody, I guess this is a backwards compliment or maybe just a compliment to the podcast, but somebody asked me if Brandon was a podcast company. And I said, no, we're a hospitality company. And the podcast is one of the levers we use to bring to light this industry that we love.
2: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: We're having a great time doing it. I got to tell you, and I think for us, the ability, as Jimmy said, to bring to light all the different components of the industry. It's a very complex business. It just, it's, you know, a customer comes into a restaurant, as you just said, they come in and they order something. A lot of thought went into getting that that ice cream or that chocolate or that, that, that hamburger or the sauce or the dressing, whatever, a lot of thought went into it. There's a lot of ingredients in that. You know, I, I met some of the spice, some of the spice folks here at McCormick and you just don't think about, you know, you think about McCormick and you think about spices and you think about, you go to the supermarket and you buy some oregano and you buy some pepper and some salt and garlic powder for your, for your, you know, your cupboard in your house. You don't think about how many, Truckloads that they are selling to the people that are manufacturing, you know, whatever maybe chicken fingers or, or whatever it is. I mean, I, I mean, in restaurants we're using. I mean, we're buying you know, big jugs of pepper and salt and garlic powder, onion powder. I mean, it's crazy. So the ingredients is a, is a crazy part of the business. So anyway, we're having a blast. Listen, I know you got to get back to selling more Hershey stuff. So I got to finish up. We have the spices right, okay, Herb? Ah. All right. Spice is right. Jimmy's Jimmy knows a little something about pricing of a lot of fast food and, and, and fast casual uh, foods because he travels a lot. And he likes to eat. Okay. And uh, Herb, I get the sense you travel a lot and you know a little something too. So okay. we're going to do price is right. I'm going to give you a, a, an item from Wingstop. Okay. Great restaurant, great wings. They have like 5,000 different sauces. Okay. From Wingstop, one of Jimmy's favorites. Okay, and price right rules are in effect you cannot go over, okay, here we go. So the wing combo meal at Wingstop, which includes six boneless or classic wings, Jimmy, they can be classic or boneless, up to two flavors, just two flavors, a regular fry and a 20 ounce Pepsi. What is your best guess in dollars and cents for the wing combo meal at Wingstop? Again, six boneless or classic wings, two flavors, regular fry, and a 20-ounce Pepsi. Best guess, dollars and cents. Herb, you go 1st forty nine. Jimmy, he didn't even think. He didn't even blink. He went right to eight forty nine. It gives me the idea. Oh, by the way, this is from the New Jersey location, Herb. Do you care to update? It's a New Jersey location. Do you want to change your, your bid?
2: No.
0: He's sticking with it, okay? Jimmy, New Jersey Wingstop, Stop, 849 Herb said, for the classic wing combo meal at Wingstop. What are you going to say, Jimmy?
1: All right. I'm I'm not I don't feel confident in my in my guess, but I will not change my guess because of because of Herb's number, but I'm going 699.
0: Wow. Wow. That is really inexpensive. I gotta tell you, Herb is the winner again. Jimmy, you have not been good at this. It's $12.99. $12.99. For six boneless or classic wings, two flavors, a regular fry and a 20-ounce Pepsi in our local New Jersey location Wingstop. $12.99. You guys were really off a little bit there. Well, inflation. You know,
2: huh? I, I, I haven't
0: been in a Wingstop in a while, so shame on me. Yeah, no, I got to tell you, but $12.99, I, I think you got – I would have said I would have went with your like $8.49. I would have thought like $9.99. $12.99, wow. Jimmy, I'm sorry. I'm not shaming. I'm just – I didn't realize that. I mean, wings are expensive, though. Wings are expensive. All right, listen, let me jump into the brand new quick Quickfire real quick. Herb, I'm going to ask you five lightning round questions, okay? Right. Don't think too hard. Don't think too long. First thing that comes to your mind, Arizona Cardinals, Phoenix Suns. Suns. Favorite Arizona-born celebrity? Is it Miss Stevie Nicks, Mr. Alice Cooper, Miss or Mrs. Emma Stone, and Linda Wonder
2: Woman Carter? Well, that's a tough choice, but I got to go with Alice. I got to play golf with him last year or two years. ago. He was here, right? Phenomenal. Not by the guy, the guys play.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know what, Jimmy? I'm having dinner with Dan Rowe tonight. He said he was playing golf with Alice Cooper today. Big hitter, big, big hitter. hitter, big, big hitter. hitter. Big, big hitter. Ball. ball. Yeah, Alice big, Cooper kid. True or false? True or false? The Lama <laughs> Dalai Lama. Uh, <laughs> Phoenix is the only state capital with a population of more than one. Million residents. True or false? I'm going to guess true. That is, Jimmy, do you care? Yes?
1: Sure. False.
0: (laughs) Jimmy, just go contrary. It is true. After New York City, Los Angeles, Chicago, and Houston, the city is the fifth largest city nationwide. That's right, people. Do you come (laughs) to Arizona for golf or for the Canyons? Golf. All right, I like it. That seems to be what most people are, are going with. All right, here we go. We're stranded in the desert here in Arizona somewhere, okay? You got to be stranded with Jimmy, or you can be stranded with Shatzi. To survive. To survive. To survive. Get, to survive. Who do you want to be stranded with What are you thinking about survival? Who is it? Is it Jimmy or Shatzi?
2: Let me ask you one clarifying question. Yes. Who ran
1: the
0: back of the house between you
1: G- and guys? Oh, well, I got to tell you. Not Jimmy.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I did a lot of back of the house stuff. I mean, you know, I mean, I did a lot of back of the house stuff. I did not want to say I ran the
2: back of the house. I didn't run the back of the house. Well, one of you yeah. had responsibility for front, one had back. Whoever had back, that's who I'm with.
1: Chatsy had much more responsibility back and forth than I did.
0: clear. Yeah, Jimmy was just, you know, and today, to to, to be clear, today, Jimmy just eats and drinks. (laughs) That's right. He has absolutely zero responsibility in the restaurant's Yes, he has zero responsibility. Despite how much
1: time I spend in the stores.
0: Yes, yes. Well, listen, I got to tell you, I love it. Jimbo, another fantastic, fantastic guest, bringing Hershey's to life with Mr. Herbring. I mean, just awesome. Just awesome. Jimbo, any final thoughts?
1: Yeah, so let me let me bring this special episode to a close. And and Herb, thank you so much for bringing your great insights and sharing views, not just for Herb, but for all of our guests today. We are very fortunate on this on-the-road episode of the Hospitality Hangout, IFMA edition, edition, Arizona edition. We had George Maccaro, the CEO of Ted Montana's Grill. We had Phil Karofakis. The president and CEO of IFMA. We had Mr. Herbring right here, National Food Service Director at the Hershey Company. And what I would simply say, if, if our any of our listeners would like to connect with these guests and friends of Brandon, please email on uh, the podcast team uh, at podcast at brandedstrategic.com. And we'd be happy to make a connection for you to Herb specifically as the last guest today. Thank you so much. And know, we know your dance card and your schedule is so busy out at the conference, and we appreciate you taking a break and joining us for some laughs. But more importantly, for sharing some great insights about the industry and about what Hershey's doing. So on behalf of myself, your finance guy, appreciation to you and all our guests today. And I'll pass it back to my boy, Shatsy, to close us out. And
0: thank you, Shatsy the Restaurant Guy. Just got a
1: final thought.
0: If you want to find out about Hershey, go to Hersheyland.com, right? Hersheyland.com. By the way, fabulous park. They got food service, they do it all. Check out Hersheyland.com. And if you haven't subscribed, Jimmy, TheHospitalityHeadline.com. It is our weekly newsletter. It comes out every Saturday morning. Now, one hour earlier due to the uh, time change. Sure. It is one hour early. (laughs) So due to the time change, it is now coming out at 5.33 a.m. That is Eastern (laughs) Daylight Time every Saturday morning. Herb, I implore you to subscribe to that. Cheers, everybody.
1: Thanks, Cheers, guys. Thank you.
0: If there's one constant in the restaurant industry, it's change. Whether you're a growing brand trying to build cutting-edge experiences for your guests or a national leader with thousands and thousands of stores looking to update your tech stack, well, Toast brings together proven technology, expertise, and innovations you need to drive change and spark growth. That's right, drive change and spark growth. From front of house to back of house and everything in between, Corporate teams, franchisees, enterprise brands, mom pops, SMBs, you name it, everyone is loving Toast. With over 100,000 operators using Toast, you know, you know it's the best POS out there. And many more trust Toast to help them stay ahead of the curve and thrive in this changing restaurant world that we love. To learn more about Toast, go to toasttab.com. That's Toast. Tab.com. And I got to tell you, you're going to love it. Mention Shatsy, and I think they're going to give you some crazy discounts.